0: All right, what's up, guys? Caleb Taylor back here, with the A One Ailer Development Podcast Series, I'm talking here with Nick Marsh. So we're answering some uh, questions from our Instagram DMs about fishing topics, and uh, Michael Hanna chimed in. He's a Michigan guy, fished with us before. What's up, Michael? And uh, he wants to talk us to talk a little bit about the pre-spawn smalley bite, being that it's mid-March here in most, you know, the world, and we're going into that pre-spawn phase, ices off the lakes, smallmouth,
1: that's right, man, it's it's getting to be some of the best times of the year, okay, coming up, here, tubs. The, tu- the old tubs, big old brown ones, Those big old smallmouth, oh my gosh, they got my heart, alright, so, you know me, northern dude, I like my smallmouth, so, this is a topic that is near and dear to my heart, so, that being said, um, obviously the number one smallmouth lake around Lake St. Clair. We'll talk a little bit about the bike going What's it on. Called? Um, I think it's Lake Saint Lake St. St. Clair. Saint, never heard of it. Oh man. I've never heard of her? No. She's great, man. She's nice. Sounds like a nice place. She is. Uh so let me tell you about her. <laughs> this time of year, you can get out there and uh ice is off, okay, the lid's off the top of them cap, the, the top of them noggins, right? There's no more lid over them. You can get out there and throw a little blade bait, a little swim bait, a little jerk bait. Heck, you can even crank on them. Okay, so it's a good time of the year to get out there. Um, let's talk about what to look for a little bit. So let's talk
0: just so uh, we have like a starting point here, sure. Because we didn't we didn't touch in on a, some of our last episodes, but let's let's break it down how you approach the spring based on water temperature. Because I think that's the biggest factor Absolutely. of where those fish are going to be, what they're eating, and how sure. active they are. So, boom, like you said, lids off, yep. ice off. We just opened up a can of something on Lake St. Clair. That's right. What's, the, right. what's the water temp you're looking at, and where are you looking to start? So, you're starting water temp very early in the season.
1: Um, we're talking like right now, um, it is it is March 16th, right? You're probably going to be anywhere from 38 to 42 degrees, very warmest, right? End of the day, 40 degrees, 42, right? Um, Early morning, it's going to be cold, like low 40s, maybe even the 30s. So with that being said, your bait selection becomes very narrow very quickly. Um, You're going to need a blade bait. That's number one probably thing. You're going to need a blade bait. You're going to need a Ned Rig Mm -hmm. and um, probably a little swim bait. Okay, those three right there you could you could just go out there with those three and you could do some work yep so um basically as that water temp rises obviously we can get into some faster moving baits but start off with those you're going to be looking you know these fish are not quite obviously getting ready to spawn um you know the the standard uh spawning temperature for all bass is 55 um that's kind of when things really kick off um small mouth will start a little bit earlier sometimes but um still a long ways from that so Ned rig, blade bait, um, little swim bait. You're going to be looking at good hard bottom areas, um, staging areas, you know, areas that are just outside of spawning areas. So, um, you know, somewhere a little bit deeper, you're not going to be in that real shallow stuff. You're probably going to be focusing in, you know, and uh, let's say, let's take St. Clair, like we're saying 14 to, you know, 10 foot, probably eight foot, maybe even, um, those are kind of going to be, that's your bread and, bread and butter, you know, depth wise, um, And basically looking for like I said those staging areas hard bottom areas maybe um, on the edges of grass or something if you can find any remaining grass at all sometimes that grass will hold heat early on in the season Um, dark bottom is always good that holds sunlight that gets warm quick those fish like the warm water early on Mm -hmm. so if you can find that warm water oftentimes you can find the fish so look for that good bottom content staging areas outside of spawning areas um, you know with with The
0: right water, Tom. Okay, yeah, that's, I think he hits the nail on the head right there when that ice comes off and what to look for and what to be throwing. Let's go into depth a little bit, just a bit on the blade bait because I know it's such a big player early in the season um, and in the winter, but I know I'm not, I haven't thrown a blade bait a ton um, until the last couple of years. Really, the smallmouth guys introduced me to it. And uh, now I throw it around for largemouth and smallmouth when the water's really cold. Let's talk about maybe what is a blade bait, how does it work, and why those fish react so well to it. Sure.
1: So um, a blade bait is basically, it's almost got the profile of like a rattle trap. So um, it is basically, it's a vibrating hunk of metal. I don't even Mm -hmm. know how else to describe it. So it looks like a rattle trap it it vibrates very similar to that except it's it's just a flat piece of metal there's no rattles or anything like that um and basically the way you you fish it is you're going to throw it out you don't make a really long cast you just make you know shorter casts with it 20 30 yards at most you know um and you're letting that thing get all the way to the bottom and then you're just you're raising your rod to you know 6 inches. you know just you're just giving it enough to kind of you'll feel it when you when it starts to vibrate it'll you know, brrr, yep, and then it'll fall back down. You let it fall on a semi-slack line. Don't just drop your rod tip and let it fall. Follow it kind of back down because a lot of those fish will eat it on the fall. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of raise your rod tip, let it fall, raise it up, let it fall, mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, so it's, it's, an, it's a very effective cold water technique because the fish don't have to move very far for it, puts off some vibration, and it, it moves just quick enough to where it gets those fish to go, oh, I got to eat that. You know, they're, they're predators, yep. right? So they gotta, they're gotta they going to react to it, and they're going to go, man, I, I got to get that, and they're, they're going
0: to come over and check it out. So yep. very wow. subtle, very tight, tight vibration, very, yep. you know, like you can feel it in your rod tip and yeah just it's it's not hard for those fish to get and it's always right in their face you know because those fish are most likely on the bottom that time of right. year to to the bottom and so you Lothar-dick. keep keeping that bait right in front of their face and just and sometimes you hit them right underneath the chin and they I mean, they gotta eat yeah it. they gotta a, bite a it. lot
1: of times those smallmouth will come over um especially on like the sunny days i mean they'll they'll come from a long ways and um you know, like we were saying, they're, they're so slow and lethargic that they'll just kind of nip at it and you'll get them outside the face a little bit or under the chin, but you know, that's fine. I mean, you're, you're still catching fish and they're, they're still reacting to it. So Mm -hmm. that's, um, that's kind of how you fish it, um, set up for it. I throw it on, um, normally 12 pound test. Sometimes I'll go up to 15 if I'm around a lot of rock or structure. Um, you know, Six foot eight medium heavy to seven foot medium heavy. It's kind of preference. I throw mine on a little bit shorter rod. I don't really know why. I just like the feel of it. Um, and like I said, I'm not making a real long cast anyways. So, um, but most guys, seven foot rod, um, you know, medium action, medium heavy. Sometimes you want something with a little bit of tip um and uh, you're just slow, slow strokes with it. You know, you're basically, um you know, like I said, if you raise it up, let it fall, raise it up. Let it fall, and it's it, that's kind of your cadence right there. It doesn't have yep. to be real quick. You're not really quickly doing it. You're not super slow. Just kind of nice and steady. Um, so that's yeah, that's one
0: of them. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, then, it's a good uh, bait all the way up through the spring, almost right to the spawn. Absolutely. Um, but you know, as we get closer to the spawn and the fish get a little more active, water temp starts to push fifty. Um, personally, for me, smallmouth and and just in general, um, I probably two two or three baits on my deck for smallmouth that I'm really gonna focus on. A rig. Yeah. A rig, no surprise here. Yep. Everything eats an A rig in the spring in the fifty degree water temps. Yep. As long as you have decent clarity, especially of smallmouth, they will thump it. Uh, a rig, jerk bait, and I like to throw tube. I like to throw something a little different. A tube. It's not different, but it's just not a moving bait, right? right. It's not the little swim bait that you, you can probably throw a little swim bait. But cracking a tube yeah. on those sunny you know 50 degree water temp days and up Caught costs costs a lot of fish a lot of smallmouth doing that so
1: absolutely um you know i think if you get into an area that time of year you know there's some fish around a tube's a great way to do it um you know that that bait stays good all the way through summer into fall i mean that's a bait that you know you can throw for smallmouth gosh three quarters of the year i mean you could even you could throw it in the colder water too it's just they don't need it as good, but right. Um, definitely a bait um, to have in mind for sure. Um, one of my favorites um, that I throw everywhere. I mean, I love throwing a jerk bait. That mm-hmm. is probably my favorite bait to throw. I've caught so many fish on it. I mean, you can you get everything reacts to it. The big ones eat it, and the little ones eat it. You know, or you know, it's not like one of those baits where it's like, oh, I'm throwing a big, you know, glide bait, and I'm going to get bit by the big ones. It's like everything eats a jerk bait. Yep. So yep. that's a really good one to have. Um, you know, basically like he was saying that 50 degree water temp and, and into 60 even, um, you know, they'll eat it really, really well. So that's a great bait to have. Um, let's talk about your tube setup real quick. What do you throw that
0: on? Tube. Um, so you can throw it on a bait. I can throw it. I like to throw it on either a bait caster or like a seven foot medium heavy spinning rod. But that time of year, I'm usually leaning towards a bait caster. Sure. Um, 15 pound line, usually a half or three quarter ounce tube head, um <clears throat> bite me makes a really good you know the the big dude goby head is solid or an aspirin head um and just throwing it out there green pumpkin or you know a crushed oreo color something that looks like a goby or crawdad and just either dragging it or snapping it yep you know and, and when i say snapping it i mean you're pow pow, Think pow of pow, pow. pow. As it, it, you're just hitting you're just snapping that rod back to you pow. and if those fish are active and reacting to that, you'll get some of the most fun bites doing that. Because yeah, when a, you go to pop it. it the second time or you pop it and one just, boom, yeah, just gets on it, they it, get it. it it'll bend your rod over. So, yeah, 7-foot, medium-heavy, 15-pound uh, line. Yep. That's what I'm throwing my tube on early. And if they won't react to it or they're being fickle, I'll downsize a little bit or, or move it over to that spinning rod but uh, usually that's more in the summer yeah. when I'm kind of just drifting around, going right. to the spinning rod. Usually those fish in the spring, they're pretty dumb. They're pretty pissed off from being so cold and yeah. they're, hun- they're hungry. That's exactly it. So, but um, that's what I throw my tube on. One setup we kind of didn't really touch on is the jerkbait setup mm-hmm. um, because I feel like that's pretty specific. So maybe, maybe we'll go ahead and touch on that and then – just touch on how we fish jerkbaits in the spring. Yeah, where, where, it's where, and, and the cadence yeah. and all that.
1: So, uh, my jerkbait setup, um, I throw it on a, um, it's a 150 size reel. It's actually back, it's a older reel, it's a 50 size technically, but in today's age, I guess it's, it'd be similar to like the Corrado 70, or, um, you know, if you had a, a slx 150 yep. that size frame basically so um throw it on a smaller smaller reel um a six foot six rod i want something that's pretty light and easy some you know a lot of arm movement you know it's fatiguing so i'll throw it on a six foot six um medium action rod something that's um we talked about earlier parabolic you know it's got a lot of bend in it so half the rod is extremely tippy you know very noodly, and then there's a little bit of backbone for the uh for the lower half so um throw that that's going to help you work that bait and snap it um 12 pound line all fluoro don't throw it on braid at all fluoro only don't want mono because that floats you want that you want that jerkbait to suspend mm-hmm. so 12 pound fluoro uh, 150 size reel six foot six rod medium um and you know basically you guys probably most you know how to work a jerk bait, but you're just you're snapping that with uh you have a little bit of slack in your line snap it point your rod tip right back where it came from um and that's going to cause that jerkbait to just have a great side to side action that's gonna mm-hmm. you know make them react and bite it yep. so yep
0: that's that's spot on and, and another way i've noticed that i have sometimes have to work a jerk bait, and just in case you're not getting bit on the hard snaps is more of a pull um i know back home and this it might be more of a largemouth thing but if they're cold and they're being finicky um you can get bit sometimes by just pulling that jerk bait yeah. and letting it kind of do its little swim and stop, little swim and stop. Yep. And sometimes that more subtle, just little swimming action is is what gets them to to, to actually take interest in sure. it and and eat it uh, if they're being finicky. Yep. But other than that, you can just mess around with you know the the length of your paws on your snaps yep. and the depth of your jerk baits. Um, you know if you're throwing a, a deep. You know shadow wrap or vision 110 plus versus a standard you know what depth of the fish wanting to come up and eat the bait in right um, what depth are you fishing in um, and then be be aware of how your baits suspending in the water because at different water temps different jerk baits will suspend differently so sometimes some of those suspend dots little plastic dots with a little weight will help your bait suspend perfectly or Um, I like to just swap out a hook sometimes for a little bigger, just a touch bigger hook on one of them, and sometimes that helps. So, um, just be aware of that stuff, especially if fishing in real clean water with finicky fish. Just so
1: you know, those suspended dots, I'm pretty sure they're lead, not plastic. Are they lead? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they're lead. They have Uh, a little sticky side, and they're they're like meant, they're metal, or whatever you want to call it, like uh. Yeah. is that what we call it? Sure,
0: I don't know. I, what I mean, but anyways, I, I've yeah. never really never used them. Used them I've used them on shad wraps. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, shad wrap probably probably help. But um,
1: anyways, um, yeah, that's good. Those are that's definitely good information. That's um a little more on the technical side with the jerk baits for sure. The uh, the water temperature can affect you know your certain brands like a Smithwick. Um, you know, in warmer water, once you get about um you know fifty five degrees or close to, they'll actually start to float. Um. And you know, in the colder temperatures, if you're below like 45, like 45 or less, they will start to sink. So you got to keep an eye on that kind of stuff. Um, you know, not all jerk baits react the same. So definitely a good tip.
0: Yep, but a great pre-spawn smallmouth lure. Killer. You you got to have one on the deck, throwing a jerk bait around. Natural
1: colors too. We haven't talked about colors too much. But I, yeah, I mean, we, with the tube with
0: the tube color, but yeah, your natural colors. I mean, if it's clean water, you need to be trying to match mm-hmm. the hatch. Yeah, it's pretty much a shad a perch um, yep that's about it <laughs> so let's see what else we got so uh
1: i guess we didn't touch about on the on the swim bait either swim bait's a great little yeah so all year long yeah i throw this i'll just quick rundown of the little swim bait really simple easy seven foot medium heavy rod 2500 size reel uh 15 pound braid to a floral leader of eight pound um Run that to a quarter ounce ball head jig on a, you know, 3.3, 3.8 size Tech or that size swim bait, three inch swim bait, let's call it, right? Whether it's Tech, whether it's a Spark Shad, whether it's a Reaction Innovations, whatever, it doesn't matter. The little swim baits, throw it out there, let it get to bottom, give it a quick little snap to get it up off the bottom, and then just slow roll it back, just nice and easy, just so that you're not, you know, you don't want to be hitting bottom real much you just barely little ticks maybe here and there and just keep it a foot or two above bottom um and that's that's that so super simple um that's a bait you can throw from you know 45 degree water all the way to you know
0: i mean fall you can throw that almost all year we'd, so yeah i throw it we throw it all year yeah yep. good good little subtle bait that those those smallmouth yep. they'll love it they absolutely um uh, but yeah so springtime smallmouth i mean i think that's the gist as far as baits go mm-hmm. and you know location wise just uh like Nick said be looking for for hard bottom areas um you know old grass yeah um areas outside of where you think they're going to go spawn I mean if you start there and work your way out you're going to run into them eventually So I'll, I'll let you
1: guys in on a little secret there's a certain type of grass and I have no idea what the name is okay so I just know what it looks like when I hook it right it's got a really dark stem on it and it's it's kind of almost brownish black and it's it's dying basically right but that for whatever reason that grass must hold heat early in the season those fish just are magnets to it so um the little bit of warm warmth to it i think that's just a it's an area that they like to stay in you know before they move up to spawn so when you find that little bit of grass that's those are great areas Rock, obviously, oh, that'll hold heat if you got a good sunny day. Find rock veins, you know, pea gravel, little shell, whatever you can there. There's, there's always fish around that. There's, there's actually quite a bit of shell on St. Clair. I don't know how many people, you know, realize that. Um, it's not all just sand. There's a lot of rock and a lot of shell. So um, those are good areas to be looking at. Those fish are gonna be feeding up on gobies and shad, and um, you know, getting ready to spawn. So, yeah, keep it keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate it. Those baits will definitely get, get you by in the spring and get you a lot of fish in the boat. So,
0: absolutely, yep. Tube jerk bait, Ned rig, A rig, blade told, bait. Same go. Oh, and just
1: for quick little reference, the same setup that I use for the swim bait this is what I use for my Ned rig. Okay. So didn't talk about that. No, missed missed but, it. But, but that's yeah, good.
0: Spinning rod, light yep. line, and uh don't overwork the bait. Just uh let the Ned rig kinda do his thing. Yeah down there on the bottom.
1: Slow and steady.
0: Yep. Wins the race. So there you go. Springtime smallmouth, Michael Hanna. Now you, know, it, man. now you know you know. You can get I, out there, go get some tubs. Big old brown tunas. Little tubs. Tunas. Yep. Look forward to it. I'm I'm actually yeah. excited now to go catch some big smallmouth. That's
1: right, man. It's Coming up. The uh The new boats come in from uh, Montcalm Marine. Those are coming in here soon.
0: Brand new Phoenix is coming in. You'll be seeing us on the lakes, flying around. That's right. Putting some fish in those things. So Can't wait.
1: Yeah, man. It's going to be good. It's going to be a good spring. So, uh, yeah, you guys get out in the water, catch a few big smallmouth, and uh, let us know how it's going. Yeah, we'll look forward to hearing from you.
0: All right, on to the next episode, next question. Thanks for listening, guys.